Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Um, hey guys, how are you? <laughs> Let's see if they reply. Uh, Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so our star weekend was this week yeah. in Chicago in Chirac. <laughs> I must say Chicago, yes. where they the home of where they be doing random raids and shit, pointing guns at little Our kids children, and shit. Oh. you bitches. Yeah. And not only that, you the girls are turning off their camera footage and all those things, so we can't get the TT. And then oh. not finding anything, then coming back. Yeah. But the T is that the police department said that they don't know how to trace back these raids to the certain police officers. But y'all have y'all can account for who is this happening to? It sounds like some witchcraft to me. <laughs> but that's Chicago. Chicago has a very very corrupt. Um, mm. Well, not not like the the rest of them in the country are <laughs> are not corrupt and shady. Mm-hmm. But uh, Chicago has a very long history of corrupt police force. So fuck them. What y'all think about um, Chicago's? <laughs> I actually think she sounded good in the beginning. I think so too. In the beginning of the very, like, she was sounding like Shaka. She was doing it in her jazzy, you know, um, French horn voice kind of way. And then at the end, she was trying to do a one, two, three. A little extra. (laughs) And something happened. It went off. Honey. <laughs> mm. But she's still Shaka Khan. Mm. Stay with me now. <laughs> That's my song. Mine I don't know is, if you know that song. I don't. That's Wait. one of my favorite. Stay by Shaka Khan. I like her. Stay. W- uh-huh. Stay. Yeah. yeah. Stay. You never heard that? Stay. Stay. It's the one oh, Erica Badu yeah. I like that. Yeah. She was uh, was in the Wade Nick's Helga soundtrack too, right? 
Sweet yeah. Valentine. Yeah, she did yes, that. I like that. I think my favorite Shaka Happy Khan. It's so many Shaka Khan songs that I like. I can't yeah. even. <laughs> Is that her? That little melody? Don't you ever say that's the way. It oh, goes. I love that. That's song. a classic. That's yeah. a classic. Um, I think my favorite is Night in Tunisia. I never heard that one. Probably not. Cause it's not <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's my favorite. What but album also, was it on? What album? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I like the live version and the greatest hits. The one I like the greatest hit version. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, um, what is this one? When I was little, I loved this one. It was uh, um. You can make the story right. I believe what you say, though you tell me lies. It's oh, y'all probably I never heard that one. It's from like the nineties. It sounds good though. Yeah. Oh, um, she talks about. I guess he's cheating. So she was like, "It's five a.m. and you walked in. This is where the story begins." Ah. You say you've been out. You gotta join the snap. With the fellas, <laughs> but the perfume tells you where <laughs> you've been. Um, I don't remember the rest of <laughs> You've been letting me down, but I can't give up. Uh, you got another lover. <laughs> okay. Y'all need to hear it. It's fire. I love, well, okay. I love it. Um, that's my favorite song. And then, through the fire, <laughs> to leave me to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's so she got some yeah. fire. Yeah, she does. Um, Even if, you know, she kind of did a little tweak at the end. Yeah. Still my girl. I feel for you. <laughs> hey. Mm, 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 mm. You because know I love you. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Baby, can't hey, nobody wear big hair like her. Maybe Beyonce. Big red hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then she chose her name. She was like, I'm going to call myself some black. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. So, yes. And then, of course, we got... Um, I'm every woman. It's all in me. Anything you want done, baby. I do it naturally. Hormones. Surgery. Oh, and then how can we forget? Um, 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 you're all my heat. You're all oh, my, my fire. Hey! Yeah! Uh. <laughs> right. Yes! Be right or be wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Before I heard Shaka Khan, I thought that was Mary. No. That was a remake. Yes. Whitney Houston did a remake. My sweet thing. Um, What other? Shaka got some. She got some good music. Yeah, she definitely, definitely does. Mm -hmm. Do you love what you feel? Because I love what you do to me. So we're not going, you know, we're so not going to give her too much shaka. Some respect on her name. Right. We're not going to play shaka. She is she's a legend. She has iconic. paid her dues. She's paid her dues and she's done what she's she done. She want to do what the fuck she want to do now. Uh, if she want to sing a wrong <laughs> note or sing, honey, sing like some drunk auntie at the um, juke joint, she's she can do it. Right. <laughs> That's period. what do, period. Honey, Poo. she wanted to give y'all a little flavor. <laughs> right. <laughs> A little flavor in your ear. Song. Honey, a flavor Colonial. in your ear. 
colonial ass song. Yes, honey. <laughs> she wanted to ask for She can fuck that shit up. Fuck <laughs> them. Girl. <laughs> Y'all should have been worried about Neely. <laughs> exactly. I seen everybody standing up. I seen everybody standing up. I didn't like any of that. None of it. That's what I have a problem with. <laughs> All right. Let's focus on that. <laughs> yes. Not her nose. <laughs> You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I know that what is basic trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic <laughs> for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. There is a breakthrough that is happening vicariously when I hear Dwayne Wade and Dwayne Wade's son and Dwayne Wade's wife, Gabrielle. Mm. There is a breakthrough that is happening vicariously when I hear Dwayne Wade Dwayne Wade's son, Zaire. Dwayne Wade's wife, Gabrielle. And the rest of the Wade family. When I hear them affirm their trans child, there's a breakthrough that happens. The words that they say transcend time. It transcends relation. In its power to speak to the inner child within me that longs for the healing from the shame and the trauma that was directly or indirectly imposed on me for transitioning. I know that that is not my father. I know that is not my stepmother. I know that is not my brother. But. There's an inner child in me that long to hear those things. So when I hear them, even though it is not directly to me, it breaks some yokes. It heals me. It affirms me. I'm not even 12. I'm a whole ass 38. <laughs> and it still has the power to let me know that I'm okay. We have not seen on this public of a stage, this level of celebrity. We have not seen parenting that is on this level of freedom, this level of being radical, this level of relinquishing the power to let your child be free. I know that people like Little Bootsy and other people who are against the Wade's support of their trans child's transition, 
I know that the reason why you have a problem with this is because, first of all, you do not believe that transgender people are what they say they are. That's the root of the problem. But regardless of what you feel, your transgender child is going to go through this transition one way or another with or without you. They're either going to hide it from you based on your responses to them or they're going to repress it and there'll be somebody who is cross-dressing at home in secret because you have forced them into shame and they'll go and marry somebody that they don't want to marry or do things that they don't want to do because you have set a standard for them that says they have to hide who they are and they cannot share who it is and that's how you get these grown-ass married men who all of a sudden say you know Karen (laughs) Sharon Tawana (laughs) look I'm not feeling this. I'm about to transition. And then we're wondering, you didn't know this all along? That's the first thing y'all motherfuckers say. You didn't know this all along? How long was this going on? And you, why you just didn't be honest? Because motherfucker, when I was 12, (laughs) y'all was acting like I didn't know who the fuck I was. And you tried to beat it out of me. Or you tried to punish me into submission to what you wanted me to be. So I had to hide it. I learned to hide it because the world told me that this was I was off and this was not okay. So I had to keep this a secret. I didn't have anybody that was open enough for me to talk to, to even figure out the difference between being transgendered and gay. So everything I thought and think, I'm just working it out in my own brain. My own little teenage brain that you said is so underdeveloped and I'm trying to figure out how to reconcile what I feel with what the world is telling me and I don't have a person in my life that is allowing me to explore that that is allowing me to talk to them about it and so it all goes on the inside and you know what I grow up to be I grow up to be a range of things I could even grow up to be that nigga that just killed a woman that was trying to blackmail him When she caught him having sex with a man. I could be somebody that imbalanced that I would kill somebody. Because of the shame and fear of them exposing me. Or I could just kill myself because I feel like I'm alone and no one cares. And I know my father, I know my mother won't accept this. So I'd rather... Might as well get the fuck up on out of here. There are consequences. Or if you have a particularly strong-willed trans child, what they're going to do, they're going to go and steal them some girl clothes, maybe from the cousins, maybe from a store, and they're going to start packing those girl clothes in the backpack when they go to school. They can change clothes and be in girl clothes in high school. In junior high, without you seeing them leave the house like that, the school is going to send letters home and it's going to start this big old issue. It's going to be a clash and you're either going to be violent or emotionally violent, physically or emotionally. One of the two. Because you don't accept who they are 
And that's a problem. They're going to either run away from you. You're going to push them away. <laughs> or you're going to have to put them out because they're still going to do. If you have a strong will trans person, they're still going to do what their body, what their mind is telling them is right. And that's transition. But what the Wades are doing, they are saying, we're going to let our child lead. What he said in the interview was, my child has been going through this since they were three. That's almost 10 years before we find out at 12 now, nine years. Almost 10 years, sweetie. We're just now finding this out. So Wade has known his child has been going through this since they were three. And now that they're 12 and you motherfuckers acting like 12, like you wasn't (laughs) fully realized human beings. Yes, you are still growing, but you have grown. (laughs) That's 12 years of growth, 12 years of development. You're not one years old. You're 12, 12. There's a lot of stuff going on at 12. When I was 12, you know, we was, I was hunching and humping and, and playing high, go get it and <laughs> spin the bottle and sneaking and kissing and um, doing little sneaky stuff. Now, I'm, I may have been fast, but I know some other I was I wasn't participating by myself. <laughs> I wasn't by myself. I was with other people. So I know it was other 12 years old, actually before 12, 12. I, I knew what the fuck was going on. You know, even before 12, you know, especially particular in sexuality. And that's another thing. This is literally about gender identity, not sexuality. So you people talking about surgeries and talking about um, how they know they gay. You don't know what they going to like. You don't know um, if they fall in love. They still can fall in love. They ain't talked about no surgery. Now, recently in the interview, Wade says that Zia likes boys. So now we know something about her sexuality and at 12 whether she's having sex or not i knew i liked boys really really early but i didn't have sex penetrational sex until i was 16 i wasn't ready for that type of sex until i was 16 but i knew i liked boys <laughs> so i wanted to say this because i feel like people don't understand that just like you, when you wanted to do something that your parents were against, you went and did it anyway, sweetie, if you were a strong-willed child. Now, there are some children who are scared of their parents, and they'll, they'll follow the rules for a little bit. But eventually, when your rules does not fit the life that they want to live, if they don't want to be the doctor that you want them to be, if they don't want to be the sports player that you want them to be, if they don't want to be whatever this little pristine, pure, virginal thing that you push little girls to be, (laughs) if they don't want to be that, they are going to find a way to do something else behind your back. So you are either cultivating a relationship where they can talk to you or you're cultivating a relationship where they're going to hide it from you. What kind of parent are you going to be? Sorry, baby, but you have a unique child that is going to come up against unique disparities. If you don't have a trans child, then you can't give a person, a parent 
with a trans child advice because you don't know, especially somebody who believes that trans is not a thing. So just like if your child was special needs, if your child um, wanted to talk about sex before you thought it was appropriate for them to talk about sex, you got to adjust, baby. If your child has maybe a drug addiction, if your child has autism, if your child just has a unique way that they have to live, that they have to navigate the world. You got to adjust, baby. You have to adjust. Or you're going to lose them. To the world. Or you're going to stifle them. And stop them from reaching their full potential. And lastly, I know that the Wades are celebrities. So we are going to talk about celebrity stuff. They are doing it on a major platform. They are doing documentaries. So yes, they are sparking the conversation. So I'm not talking about their particular case. We are going to talk about them. But if it comes to a layman person, somebody that you don't know, if these are not your children, mind your fucking business. These are not your kids. They have a right to raise their kids the way they want to raise them. And it does not have to align with what you think and what you would do. So all these fucking states coming up with laws to stop trans kids from transitioning with their parents permission. Mind your fucking business. And that's trans 101. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So, not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So... I'm not about to, I was about to be late. I was about to do what T.S. Madison does. Wendy Wendell. Bartholomew. Orendahl. Zeno. Williams. By way of the bishop. <laughs> we are not we're not going to do that though. <laughs> about Wendy Williams. So Wendy got the gays up in a tizzy baby <laughs> she got the girl's panties in a bunch baby 
She said, you girls cannot wear... Our skirts I'm tired heels. of y'all wearing our skirts on our heels. Thank you. <laughs> Valentine's I is mean, not for you. Valentine's not for you. And bitch, you ain't got no period, so you'll never be us. <laughs> Menstrual cycles? Don't Sorry. have it. No. Hang it up. Have a great day. You know, I know Billy Porter got y'all feeling y'all puss. Girl. But calm it down. <laughs> <laughs> so... When I read it, when I heard about it, so I hadn't listened yet because I I'm an adamant fan of um, Wendy Williams, so I listened to her show. You know, mm-hmm. I watch her show. Da da da. So I hadn't listened, so I heard that she had said something problematic about the case. So I was like, oh okay, um, I'll I'll hear it when I hear it. And so when I heard it, I was like, hmm. This is Wendy. Like this is exactly what I think Wendy thinks. <laughs> this is ex- I don't. Mm-hmm. I, Wendy has very old school auntie. She's fifty five. Politics. She has very very old school auntie politics. Like when it comes to men, when it comes to women, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to all of those things. Because she was raised by that, um, you know, those respectability politic parents suck your stomach in and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And so she, I, everything that she said. I'm like, this is, you don't this think This is Wendy what she thinks? gives. Yeah, this is what she gives. And so I was like, this really wasn't offensive. But I also, in my mind, I also was like, I can't tell somebody what to be offended by so I can understand because, you know, girl. If, she's, if, the, if the trans people feel like she said yeah. something transphobic, girl, and we, and then, the gays can't tell us it wasn't offensive. But they do be saying They that. do do that. <laughs> no matter but, girl, sit down. Uh, no, I was offended about something. Yes, yes. So I, I do, I, I know in my mind, I don't think, it wouldn't have been offensive to me because I imagine that's how Wendy thinks. And so it would be a line, it would have just been a kiki. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I really feel your point of view, Z. I mean, see, wow. No, I mean, <laughs> but when, you know, when the, I almost said the fish. When cis women gets us talking about sprinkling they menstrual uh, in the air, making Some sure the that they're the cons. Some of the girls was offended by that. They thought that was a slight at the girls, like the trans girls. Like some. Uh, of the that's girls why I was, was feeling. Commented. I was like, because you, because you know the cunts that they will. Well, you know, cis women will. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it and then you correct it, it just makes it bad. Should they be offended? Bad. <laughs> like, should who like, like, be offended? No, I'm saying when you correct it, it'd be like, should they be offended? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> but the, the fact that I'm correcting my show, myself should count for something. You're right. Because right. you know, if you if you're uh, uh, it it worse. if you're not a fag hag and you don't understand the girls, then I can see why you would get offended. Because most fag hag is Okay, so <laughs> you know, since women when they try to shade the girls, they be like, "Well, <laughs> do you bleed once a month?" Oh, okay. Well, they, <laughs> that is a very a trans trope. They will pop that out. So yeah. I can see how the girls. I, even though I didn't think that she was talking about the girls, she clearly was talking about the gays. Yes. Uh, but we still are part of the community. <laughs> you never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still never know old when, school. when we get thrown under the bus. Them old school reads kind of be they tie it in Ooh. together. Yes. So I thought. I thought that. I don't know. I just she did apologize. 
a couple of days later, did y'all think her apology was authentic? I thought it was funny. <laughs> I think it was authentic when I'm she started sorry. crying. I was like, you know what? That's a lot of emotion. You know, that's <laughs> okay. Oh, that's your opinion. Uh, Wendy cries about everything. So it's the, I don't think of it. I, why I thought it was authentic is because Wendy don't apologize for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wendy don't mind if she say something that you deem problematic. She don't mind saying, girl. I said what I said. And, and sit on her tree perch. And yes. And this is how I feel. I'm saying my opinions. And da 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 You can think it's late all you want. That's who my, go buy me? Who go buy me? I'm <laughs> exactly. still making money. So for her to say, for her to apologize, which is not in her norm. It's not like we see a Wendy, Wendy apologizing all the damn time. Mm. <laughs> so I think that it was authentic. <clears throat> authentic in... I don't think she, I don't think it was malice. I think that these are her views, but they don't come from, A negative I don't place. want you to be free. Yeah. Like, it's, this is my thoughts on it. I think you'll She's never a be a woman. woman. Yeah. You know? She and was just like, some stuff needs to be exclusive to us. You shouldn't be included right now. Like, that's kind of what it felt like. She was like, this is Galentine's. Even if you're gay, you're not invited. You this say Galentine's? Galentine's? That's, that's what she called, called it. it. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's when Galentine. like women hang out for. Mm-hmm. I, I actually have a friend that did Galentine's with her friends. This oh, year. like a gathering. Yeah. Right. Okay. If, you, if you're single, you yeah. go out and y'all hang out. Yeah. Have a Galentine's Day. It's just yeah. the girls and you, Kiki. I did that before. I didn't know it was called Galentine's. Yeah, I, I was the only one with gifts, though. I kind of fell a certain type of well. Oh, well, that's late. <laughs> Your friends are late. <laughs> Nobody got the memo. I was like, oh. This Nobody is what it's giving? Nobody got the memo that we giving each other gifts? <laughs> I would have been over it. I was like, oh. Well, here you go. Right. Happy Valentine's, bitches. Oh, that would be my late. So, how do, do you think you can... Are there family members who... Or people... Who y'all think like get a pass when they have problematic points of views? Clearly, people about... who are related to Z, <laughs> mm. because you be giving people more than passes. They be getting okay. get in and and pay, and you don't have to pay again. Not true. I'm just, I'm just, I'm being, I'm being extra. <laughs> but, but I did. You give... are a little lenient because the conversation you have with me with your your. Oh no, she's young. That's different. Okay, go ahead. So let mean? me tell you the conversation I have with my little sister. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't want to get off two off subjects, so I make it kind of quick. So yesterday, my little sister called me. She randomly called me when she out of school. How old is she? She's ten. Mm-hmm. She called me, and we barely been around each other, so she I can tell that she's trying to get to know me. Oh, she's sweet. in that process. So. Yes. She called me and she kept misgendering me. And so I was like, Miranda, do I look like a boy or girl to you? You know, I'm trying to talk to her in a way where she can comprehend. And she's so, 10. Mm-hmm. 10 year olds know mm-hmm. a boy and girl. Trust right. Me. So I was 10 like, 10 and 12. They do. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they I was, get the concept really early, like around <laughs> two and three. But go ahead. <laughs> Continue. So I was like, do I look like a boy or girl to you? She was like, 
you like a girl i was like really miranda i really like a girl she's like yeah i was like what makes me look like a girl even if i have a beard my no, voice is low sure. <laughs> right <laughs> right because hey, i would have got Rosie together <laughs> What? What's her name? Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> That's not why you go for Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So she said, no, baby, you are the cuts. I see through all of that. <laughs> that little beard ain't for little That deep clock. voice? That's nothing. You're a clock. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, regardless if you feel like I look like a girl or not, I'm actually your brother and i go by he and him so i know that it'll be hard to understand right now i'll go into depth when you become a teenager but when you talk about me refer to me as he and him as much as you can she was just like okay well but at first she was like i see where you're going with like she kept interrupting me she's like see i know where you're going with this i don't care what people say you're my sister blah 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 i was like you should have cussed her out (laughs) I was like <laughs> I was like I'm your brother though and she was like um okay okay I understand and so we kind of went off the subject and her friends in the background but I'm not on speakerphone her friends in the background are king she looks up my Instagram and she's going through my Instagram and her friends are like that's your sister I was like put me on speakerphone she put me on speakerphone i'm like i'm her brother but i understand why me well i'm sorry why miranda would say i'm her sister and i just kind of laughed and they was like oh, okay and then they was like what and then she was like Shh, i know what my sister looks like and she kept post curling through so she found the girl picture <laughs> <laughs> this is what she really is <laughs> Right, so she keep on scrolling, and then I'm like, okay, well, Miranda, I'm gonna talk to you later. <laughs> and I hung up because I was like, ooh, this is about to get yeah. offensive. Like, I was too much like, where I can, can't take it. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, okay, well, I'm gonna talk to you later. Just call me when you get another day off from school. I would have cussed her up, and her up. friends out on speakerphone. <laughs> I would have, no, I'm just no, joking. But I'm I not tell, the babies. But I could tell she grasped, grasped it, but she's the type of. She's one of those people that those little those little kids that take pride in having older siblings mm-hmm. and Aww. having older big sisters, quote unquote. Like that's something that she's been bragging about since she was younger. So I could see that that's something that's hard for her to let go. So like as far as that, like mm-hmm. that innocence that I could see mm-hmm. versus older adults that know better like 100% I don't give them leniency but I, I that's about like if I could tell that it's innocence where it's hard for them to understand but they're still saying okay and they're still trying to be receptive I'm like okay I'll be lenient towards that yeah I still would have told Miranda I think you're playing in my face um, I have a whole like beard she's playing in your face yeah, it, sound, it sounds like she gets it, mm-hmm. but she's somebody like, already told her. Yes, maybe, it sounds like she grasped. Because I was asking her, I was like, "So, Issa, which is my sister, I was like, nobody ever had a conversation with you about me." She's like, "No." I was like, "I when, don't believe it." Yeah, when most people like when you tell people that you're trans, uh, most people like they they'll say, "Oh, I think I know." Or if you if you're about to talk about anything trans issues or 
if they have an idea where you're going with a uh, a certain They'll situation, say, I think like I know did. where you're going with mm-hmm. this. She said yeah. that. She said, mm-hmm. I know what you're going to try to tell me because my people have prepared me for this. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's I don't think you should be mean mm-hmm. to a 10 year old. I don't think mm-hmm. the meanness. But I think that's the perfect time to establish consequences for actions if you if you're disrespecting. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm not gonna be mean to you. Mm-hmm. But if you can't respect my pronouns, sis, I'm not gonna call you anymore. Especially since you care about having older siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not because when when I call you, you use the wrong pronouns, and I don't like that. I feel mm-hmm. that's disrespectful. So when you're ready to use the right ones, then we can talk. Mm-hmm. But until then, um. You know, I'm not gonna be on the phone. You be disrespectful to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I, I'm not gonna give them any leeway. I'm not gonna be mean at all to them. <laughs> but unless right. you think me not talking to you is mean, mm-hmm. then okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, I would. To me, I think in these stages is when you can do it in a tender way, where you know, this is what who I am. This is what mm-hmm. I want to be called. This is my name. If you can't respect that, then we're not going to be able to talk. And if you're trying to build a relationship with me, these are the boundaries. It's, mm-hmm. it's setting the boundaries and setting up that kind of respect level mm-hmm. um, early on. And you either going to do it or you're going to not. Mm-hmm. And I think... And also, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, also, to add to that, Diamond, I think it's important to let her know, because I don't think she gets it, to let her know that you're she's hurting your feelings by not calling you the right pronouns. Yeah. And I think just, that makes a difference to children, because they're like, oh, especially if they love you and they look up to you, like, yes. I'm, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Right. You got to be <laughs> clear about it. You got to say, mm-hmm. hey, this actually hurts my feelings when you do that. And... I can't talk to you if you're going to be hurting my feelings. So if you want to talk to me, we have to be on the same page and it has to be, we have to be being nice to each other. Mm -hmm. And you calling me these names that I don't want to be called is actually not being nice to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it has nothing to do with what anybody else tells you. It's me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so if you want our relationship to grow, then this is where it needs to, this is the soil that needs to grow from. Respect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's also how I know people around her, like my family and stuff, they not using the right pronouns either because she was like, I know where you're going. Like, oh, of course. You're yeah. my sister. Like She was she like. Knew. She knew. Yeah, they had she already had the conversation. Yeah. They already said, oh, she going to try to tell you that she a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she going mm-hmm. to give you all of this. She going to say, mm-hmm. uh, um, I was about to dead name you. Um, <laughs> Your auntie probably done talked to her already. Is going to try to tell you this, but that is your sister. Yeah, that is your sister. And so if she tries to tell you blah, 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 you know they're giving her all of that. And so she already has prepared for it. That's why she said, oh, I know. I knew. I know where you're, where you're going with this because they already prepared me. Mm-hmm. But it's you because I don't be know how to handle kids, but I feel like kids would be more receptive for some reason because when i told my niece she got it like she was which one um she's like seven years old now Mm -hmm. she got it she was like okay i was like do i like a boy or girl to you chloe and she was like a boy i was like so i'm a boy right she was like yeah i was like okay cool and she got it but But miranda was being shady (laughs) but but also chloe's mother probably don't resist it 
Mm, yeah. yeah, you she, see what I'm saying? She, yeah. she was like, okay, she well, yeah, yeah, she doesn't resist it, so she doesn't correct her. She does. She probably not at home wearing you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I have two people. Well, one person. I don't know why this person I let slide. They're like 77. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> and I don't okay. think that doesn't say the age gives people a pass. But it's my Aunt Joe. My Aunt Joe is old <laughs> as hell. And she has been one of my favorite people since I was little. And she has always tried. We've had some problematic things in the past. But like like I said, she's one of she's one of how when we were younger, when I was younger, she would Call me the feminine version of my dead name. Oh, that's mm. so sweet. But she I love people like that. She wouldn't call me by right. a firm name. So if it was Jared, <laughs> it would be Jeranisha. No, something silly like that. <laughs> <laughs> so so she would cause she calls me this feminized version of my dead name. And it's funny because all her kids call me that now. Oh. <laughs> which is annoying. <laughs> which is kind of crazy. And she laughs about it. I was like, that is not my name, I Joe. She was like, well, at least I ain't calling you dead day. <laughs> so she'll make a joke about it. Um, and then also, it's not, it's not, um, like if I need a place to stay when I go to my hometown, I can always come to my Aunt Joe's. I can sheet, honey. There's some blankets in the closet. It's some food in to heat you up. Something like you need me to cook you something. Well, she can't do it now because she her she got lupus and her legs is bad, mm-hmm. so she can't tip around no more. But back in the day when she was younger and tipping around, she fix you something to eat. She get the guest room for you. Like she would. She never closed her doors to me um, when I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, she just always. I could always come to her house, and it was nothing. No even shade. though it was no shade, it was no. It, even though there was little nuances mm-hmm. in regards to pronouns and stuff like you that, you still felt safe. I still felt safe. I still felt. I felt like a girl. <laughs> and you would see her trying sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Like you would see her trying. She'll. She might dead name you and apologize over and over. She might oh. say the wrong pronoun and apologize. And say the right one, but it'd be over and over and over and over like it ain't no learning curve. Is <laughs> um, get him some blankets. <laughs> I mean, her, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it'll be just it. Just it, I don't know. Like she's just one person that I have always given a pass, but not really a pass because I correct her. Like, if she doesn't apologize or doesn't correct herself, I'll correct her each and every time. And so Mm -hmm. that'll get annoying and she'll start to correct herself. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. It's just something about her that I'm not just... It doesn't seem like it's... I'm intentionally being malicious to go against what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. It's just... Sometimes it's just I know, I'm old school and I'm old and I've been thinking of you like this for years. Yeah, Especially know. knowing you growing like yeah. from a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I know my aunt told me that when she see me and my mom told me when they see me they could just remember all the flashbacks. Sometimes when they 
look at me, they see all the flashbacks of when I was a little girl and when I was a baby and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I know sometimes it's hard for that image Mm -hmm. to come out of their head. And I'm not around my aunt a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I only see her when I go back to Indianapolis. And so it's that's far rare in between. You see what I'm saying? So I don't have to deal with it all the time. And because she's getting older, I know she's going to end up, you know, passing away soon because she's getting older. I don't know when the time is coming. But when I kick it with her, I'm kicking. We getting our life kicking, talking about family members roasting. And, you know, <laughs> she's fun like that. So we, she's telling me all the business I need to be caught up on <laughs> that I missed. And, you know, so we're spending more time. I'm spending more time enjoying her. And also, she's the last living kid of my great-grandmother my great-grandparents um great-great-grandparents she's the last living kid so i also use that time to ask her questions about our family that you know and she's really sharp so it's not like her brain is going she's not seeing now she's she's really sharp and remembers stuff Mm -hmm. um so anything i have questions about anything Anybody, any kind of little nuance about my great-grandmother, her sister, uh, that I want to... Because I plan on writing a book about her life. Um, so, she still... I still ask her questions because she's the only one still alive. And she can give me access, access to that knowledge and memory of hers. Mm-hmm. And how it was when she was coming from Mississippi to Indianapolis. And, you know, living on a farm and all that kind of stuff. So, she she's just that person that has the access. So I really spend most of my time dealing with that. I love conversations. Um, when you talk to like, I was about to say your ancestors, but <laughs> when, you, when you talk to like um, older people in your family and you get mm-hmm. to know about like kind of where you come from and um, the reason why people act a certain way and like what what genes and stuff and characteristics mm, right. that's been passed on to you and yeah. what they've overcome as a what what you've overcome as a family yeah. i think i think that that's really important like getting to know who you were but do i give anybody a pass i think i'm just i don't know a lot of my family my mom kept me away from a lot of my family because they uh my father used to abuse my my mom so she was like oh girl fuck everybody so girl and so i really uh i really didn't i didn't i don't give nobody passes i think i would i think i would give a child a pass if but I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It just. It really depends on the situation because I be wanting to kick children in their forehead sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't but, get kids no pass. <laughs> no, not kids. Listen, I don't. I just. I don't know. I. I think. Um, what was I about to say? I was. God, I lost my train of thought. That I was. I was thinking about a time where. I did give someone a pass and after a moment I just was tired. I was tired of of them dead naming me and I was like, you know what, well, you're not getting it. So it means it means I got to turn up a notch cuz <laughs> you're not understanding that this is super disrespectful to me, yeah. girl. I have to make you feel it. Yeah, I think now at the age that I am now, I don't it's nobody that I give passes other than her mm-hmm. because the rest of the family just gets it and go with it. Mm-hmm. Um Kids, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I don't know. I don't be engaged with the kids that I'm engaged with. They don't be clocking me, so they be 
just mm. giving me girl, 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 girl. Um, yeah, she's the only one. She's mm-hmm. the only one, and it's because she's so old, and and we've we done been through it. Like we done been <laughs> like this ain't gonna change for my job. <laughs> so either. Honey, you either go not like me or, or we gonna deal with it. We gonna deal with it. What we what's it gonna be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I give her a little bit of grace, but I do constantly correct her. So I don't even want to say I give her a pass, but because I do correct her, but I just I don't correct her in any kind of harsh way like I did my own grandmother. Um, but y'all, but, but from what I hear, your grandma was didn't like, yeah. care. Yeah, she was like, 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 I'm, I'm gonna um, make you feel it. This is how I feel. Yeah, but nobody, nobody else. Nobody else. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> yo, Wendy is like a problematic auntie. She gonna have some. She gonna always say some problematic shit. That don't mean you don't call her out. That don't mean you don't get her together. If you want to cancel her, cool. But that's just what it is. So yeah. So I follow a trans guy named Caden Coleman. And one of the reasons why... Hi, Caden. Yeah, one of the reasons why I followed him was because he's a very transparent guy. He's very intelligent and articulate. And he's a gay trans man. And he's gotten pregnant before from one of his um, past relationships or marriages. And... I thought that was interesting because he was opening about it. You don't, I rarely heard, when I heard about his story, I rarely heard about black trans men specifically carrying children and talking about them being gay and the different obstacles they go through. You can check out his YouTube channel. And he came out with a video recently and said, I'm pregnant again. (laughs) And I thought that was dope because once again, he chose to be transparent about it and talk about um, the different he actually outlets. has a live show talking about his pregnancy coming up today when this episode is released on Thursday. Mm. It, he's actually going to do a live show on Thursday talking about his new pregnancy. That's dope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he talks about... We'll put the link in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is kind of off topic, but something that was also interesting to me is he was he's also a prep advocate. And, um, well, he's gay. Well, you should be a prep yeah. advocate, period. Yeah. But um, he Ooh, was talking about... that was a slight about, shade. No, it wasn't. So, um, he Can was you ta- take that part out, Diamond? Maybe. Oh, girl. <laughs> so, he was talking about how a lot of the people that come in that end up testing positive, they talk about, well, I didn't get on prep because you know, male for male um, relationships specifically, or... Um, People that are gay, gay cis men specifically, he was saying that the people that come in say that they are in relationships, so that's why they don't get on prep. And I thought that was crazy because you would think that you would trust the people, but then you think about it that I can see that happening very often. He said that's what does happen often. The people that test positive are in relationships. So he said, protect yourself regardless. Of if you're in a relationship or not. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, and that's easier said than done. Yeah. Especially if you think if you think about like trust in relationships. Uh-huh. Some people think like I trust you, so I I feel like I trust you with my whole being. Sometimes. 
Ooh, scary, but that's how <laughs> some people feel. Yeah. Though. But also, but that's this that's more complicated because you know, especially I heard about this in like Latinx communities, like dudes, like those traditional who have um, the people in that community have that kind of traditional mindset about stuff. Mm-hmm. Women who don't want to have babies, women who don't want to, um, you know, who still want to protect themselves, they feel some kind of way because a dude will think if they have, like, condoms or if they're doing things to protect themselves in regards to that, they'll be like, oh, you must be out here fucking a bunch of niggas mm-hmm. if you trying to do that with me. If you're trying to wear a condom with me, you must be fucking other people. Mm-hmm. And why you don't trust me? And they, they would they will use that kind of emotional... Um, Mm-hmm. hostage type of situation manipulation manipulation mm-hmm. and they'll make it seem like oh you got condoms and you're not why why we've been fucking raw why we can't continue to fuck raw and you know that kind of stuff and it gets complicated harder especially if you're in a relationship living mm-hmm. with somebody who may be abusive who may be um you never know it's, it's that's why i said it's kind of easier said than done mm-hmm. because it's hard to be like especially somebody who to, to, to explain to somebody who may not even understand how mm-hmm. prep works mm-hmm. and then they go and search what is prep what this AIDS stuff you got aids and you get what i'm saying you mm-hmm. never know what kind of conversation that could trigger in regards to somebody if you go get on prep not saying that you don't you shouldn't do it um but um especially that's my thing about prep this is not a prep conversation but but it's also um there's a lot of people that they don't talk uh, talk to about prep like cis women they don't mm-hmm. talk to them about prep mm-hmm. um, um trans men they don't talk to them about prep because they're not thinking of them being gay mm-hmm. they're not understanding that there are gay trans men who date mm-hmm. other men mm-hmm. um, and there cisgender. are gay men who date tr- uh, cis women too exactly and it's so many things and so prep is for everybody is really for yeah, everybody. Bisexual men. Um, bisexual people. Yeah, because my, my gay best friend has uh, has a daughter. I know uh, plenty of gay men who have children. Yeah. So, you know, it's not the subject is not prep. But, yes, it can be complicated to have that mm-hmm. conversation and share with a partner, especially if y'all in a relationship that I want to get on prep and da-da-da-da. But sometimes you got to do it because you don't know what that other person is doing. And... Sometimes it can be difficult for them to be honest with you because they're trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the statistics look good, though. Uh, apparently, it dec- decreased the uh, transmission between men from men, 71%. In certain cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So That's, a, that's huge. Big. Yeah, that's yeah, huge. That's, yeah. So, but yeah, I really think he's dope. So check out his channel. Because I remember somebody asking us, um, hey, have y'all ever had like a trans man that went through pregnancy before? That's somebody you could check out. He's transparent about a lot of different things. So, yeah. Do you, what do you think about pregnancy? It scares me. Why? Because your body's not yours no more. It's yours, but it's like not yours. Mm. <laughs> and then on top That's the of only thing? on top of dysphoria, mm. um, you have to be off hormones for a long time. Um, well, me specifically because I'm a trans man, I would have to be off hormones for a long time. <sighs> like.
year, like a year, years. That was like nine months. Well, that's the pregnancy, but you they're no suggesting that you be off for like one or two years before you get pregnant so that mm-hmm. there's no complications with the baby. Uh, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make being a pregnant person. It's just a lot. You got to sacrifice your pussy hole. If that's the way it's coming out. <laughs> what other way? Oh, C-section. C-section. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, where else is coming out? Got to sacrifice your stomach looking all nice and tight and abs. And, I know, you know. I know bitches with money are getting C-section. I'm not a bitch with money. And <laughs> I'm saying you could get a C-section and a tummy tuck at the same time. Who that would be sick. Who wouldn't? Well, who wouldn't want to have a baby in there? Be it sucked back up by the time you off the off the table because you already got to walk around with the staples and shit. So you might as well get this shit. Stuff comes back. It's a snatch back too. Yes. Oh, you know. Well, what about the stretch marks? I want you to cut that off. Honey, if you know you're pregnant, honey, start putting the oil on there. Oh, I don't want to body shame. For all the cis women who have stretch marks, you're beautiful. <sighs> Fuck all everybody else who feel a certain type of way. I'm just being extra. I'm just thinking you about know. a natural birth. That shit, oh my gosh. It just makes my Scary. skin crawl. You are a natural person. You can, and then you're a man. You okay, can do can it. You better man up. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm being extra. That can still make my skin grow as it yes. does. I mean, but we could do, we could do the little transplant thing, and then you know, I have your uterus. You and got money for that? Impregnate myself. You got money for that? Do I have money for that? Yeah. We can start a, a, a surgery fund or something. I don't know. That's I don't. what the kids is doing <laughs> for surgeries. I gotta see so many damn Somebody, babies and baby. for people surge, mm-hmm. uh, and they've been getting it done. So it's funny that um, Caden, because I've been watching for years. Like he's mm-hmm. when since he documented his first pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting because he didn't know he was pregnant for five months mm-hmm. because he was on T and he was under the impression that because he was on a T mm-hmm. and he wasn't having a period. He didn't think that he was pregnant, but he mm-hmm. thought he was just gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And so, went to the doctor. They said, baby. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's funny because I'm reading one of his posts right now. He says this. Um, he, he posted a bunch of pictures of him during um, during the pregnancy right here. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he just and looked like a plus size man. Yeah, with a little bit really. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see cis men like that all the time. Yeah, they just drink time. too much beer. <laughs> and he got top surgery, so it's like, mm-hmm. you know. And he just he says, um, it has, he said it's brought to my attention that there are those of you who have decided to take my pictures and pass them around, thinking that it's a kiki, which I find hilarious because it ain't like they leaked. I actually put them out there. Duh. The funniest part of it is that the folks who are doing it don't have the guts to say a damn thing to me. But at any rate, here are some more pictures that y'all could pass around. These are circus, circa 2013 when I was pregnant was Azalea. Enjoy. And he just posted a bunch of pictures of him while he was pregnant. And, and if you know him, like if you know him, 
He reads. He yeah. is shady. He <laughs> reads. He's shady. He does not give a fuck. And that's why I love him. Mm-hmm. He is a messy gay ass man mm-hmm. <laughs> that is that person. It's mm-hmm. him. So if you're trying to be funny, which I know it's other trans men and mm-hmm. cis folks that's doing it. And gay men. Yeah, of course. Gay niggas don't be really wearing it out like that about that subject. I ain't never seen a gay man post it. Ever. I seen trans men and cis yeah. people. Yeah. Cis women particularly. So mm-hmm. trans men and cis women posted his picture. Every time I see it posted and it's under like the guise of what's your thoughts about this? <laughs> you know, thoughts. Mm-hmm. What's your the thoughts? The gay men are actually obsessed with that. Like when... Yeah, um, they fetishize they obsessed with men. that. Like they be like, can I get you pregnant? Can you get they pregnant? They fetishize it. Can I get you pregnant? Can I pay you to get you pregnant? Mm-hmm. But it's their, but it's their gateway to having children. But yeah. this time, he said that he found it's a out. a level of objectifying. It's just yeah. not. It's sometimes it's sexual, but it's also just to be that use you as the utility to have children. Mm-hmm. Since that's never been the thing. Because they but usually this, just have a deep conversation with a, a lesbian couple or, you know, they know some <laughs> lesbian friends that want to have children and poop. Yeah. He said this time he found out he was pregnant like three weeks in. Oh, good. So he said it's going to be a, a much different experience for him. And this time he could he could pray on having a boy. He could be <laughs> like, ooh, yes, please have a boy because he can't find out the sex yet. But he's hoping Aww. he have a boy. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do a surprise party. You know, the little. Yeah, he said on his Witcher College, because so, I follow him, he is. He's he was a part of my transition, mental transition, and understanding that experience. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that's you know, it was interesting to me. And so, what do you see the trans men be saying? Negative shit, like they just understand. do, they just do that shit. Like, yeah, because if, it, if you're trying to have babies, then you're undermining your transition. If mm, you're doing. Stupid. If you're having babies, you're undermining your transition. You're not no real man. You're not no real trans person. You doing that? No. And so, I think the not the equivalent, but it. I would think it's the same thing like they do to us when we. How I feel about it when we be topping motherfuckers. Like if you mm-hmm. t- like trans girls be like, oh, if you topping and you're using your dick and you doing all this stuff, you're not no real trans woman. And da 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 da. Because I breathe the essence and, uh, of femininity. <laughs> and that's not ladylike, I nor get, is it feminine to climb anybody's back. All of that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think it's annoying and quite hypocritical. Yeah, girl, like shut up and I'll, beat the brakes off somebody. I don't accept it from cis people. But at least they sis. A, a trans motherfucker trying to invalidate my trans. That be making me. <laughs> I be like, you were born exactly how I was, motherfucker. <laughs> as long if if you long as you came out of that womb with a dick and balls, motherfucker, you can't say shit to me. <laughs> Fuck out of here. The other motherfuckers can't say shit, but you definitely. You definitely. definitely. Oh, Even yeah. if you're intersex and you was born with both, bitch, you can't uh, say nothing you either. You can't say nothing to me. Like, you can't invalidate nothing to me. Because just as whatever I do, blah, 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 we both switched it up, motherfucker. Baby, listen. And I don't care how good how good or well you perform, cis heteronormativity, you can't say nothing to me about mine. 
at all. Exactly. I love cis women who shake it up. Mm-hmm. But the, that's uh, it's actually something that makes me proud when trans people have kids, especially with each other. It makes me proud because something cis people always say is that you need to reproduce, and they try to make or it they seem say you like can't we reproduce. don't have children, and mm-hmm. they making it seem like either way they're gonna say something negative. Especially when we do have children, they be like, "Oh, your children gonna grow up confused." No matter what we do, they always say something. But it always makes me proud that we go against that grain. As traumatized as these cisgender folks be having their kids, they can't read, they can't write. <laughs> They that that they done been through so much trauma and confusion. Mm-hmm. Like I let folks raise their own kids. Mm-hmm. You don't know what confusion, what explanation, what motherfucker. We can deconfuse shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can we can fix that. Some of the shit y'all do to y'all kids, y'all don't fit. Y'all can't fix. Mm-hmm. And they grow up into adults and do the same thing to <laughs> their children, and it just continues. Yes. Okay. Um. Kaden says, listen, I know it's a way, it's a ways away, but whoever is on my baby shower committee, please note that I won't tres leche cake. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bring no other kind of motherfucking cake or there will be hell to pay. I don't care who likes what. I don't care who's lactose or who is not any other kind of toast <laughs> i'm dead ass so he already on his shit <laughs> when it comes to yes. when this baby come it's gonna be loved it's gonna be special and i need y'all to do shit my way this is who he is this is like who like when you meet mm-hmm. him he looks like a guy he 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 acts like literally like a gay man like he's like like i when i meet when i met him i'm like oh this is a butch queen like i see exactly like i i've never actually met a a trans man like this Mm -hmm. like it like you are a butch queen like you are literally a butch queen i love it and i live yeah very very comfortable Mm -hmm. like i mean like loud and flamboyant cutty and honey i you know giving the girls what the girls give <laughs> all of that and it's cute i'm like oh that, you, this is and it's it's authentic it doesn't seem like it's putting on mm-hmm. and so you know it's mm-hmm. who he is and what he likes and so it it just he's one of those people that gives a nuance to the com- a refreshing nuance to the community mm-hmm. where everybody isn't just cookie cutter mm-hmm. everybody isn't just Oh, I'm trying to mimic cis hair and normal and choosing man. to be open about it and choosing to be open about it. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of trans men out here mm-hmm. getting digged down, baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting digged down. But you would never know it because they're hiding it because mm-hmm. they don't want to be shamed out of mm-hmm. what they do. You know, mm-hmm. you know yeah. So. And quiet is is kept. It's a lot of you trans women uh, making uh, sure that you're using the what. What you about to say, Z? Because you didn't. I know you be ashamed of a lot of stuff. Oh well, you know. Because don't be shaded. I do. You know why? I'm not gonna lie. I do. I do have. You got diamond over here. Thank you. Well, I am a Southern belle. I just, I just, you know, sometimes I do have my respect about us respectability politics, but, but it's a little slight. But I'm trying to become more open as the feminine. Tap, <laughs> tap, I guess. Oh, I mean, man. I mean, it's really hard for me to talk about that in general, <laughs> just because when people see me, they're like, "Girl, you know, what I, I got see- to do with your bedroom?" 
I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm not, I think once I get a sex change, it'll be different. I just, I don't like the, pro- it's, this is not about me. <laughs> this this segment is not about me. So I think it's amazing for everybody to live their truth and be open and honest. It's it's beautiful. Mm. Diamond, why this face? <laughs> <laughs> Southern Rail, honey. Ah! You can oh. ring my bell. <laughs> ring my bell. Ring my bell. <laughs> ring my bell. <laughs> I just, I don't, okay, so are we going to talk about it? Go ahead. It's up to you. If you don't want to, that's fine. But I'm just saying, I mean, don't the be people know my position. Trans girls. How am I but how? Let me interrupt this conversation real quick by this text message I just got. Hi, I'm Reba from Mike Bloomberg's campaign. Oh no. With so much at stake, America deserves a Democratic candidate who can beat Donald Trump. Will you support Mike? I text her back, no. (laughs) (laughs) She says, Do you mind if I ask what's holding you back? What should I write? He's yeah. a racist, rich ass motherfucking <laughs> prick trying to buy our election. Yes. Now stop texting me, bitch. Turn it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, make wh- sure y'all listen <laughs> to <laughs> Camden's, <laughs> Coleman's um, live, Caden. Um, live on um, YouTube. I'll put his link in the bottom. He's doing a live on Thursday. I think it's at 7 o'clock um, where he's answering all the questions and talking about his new pregnancy. We ho- wish him all the best. He is 33. Um, I think he was having some kind of issue, some kind of um, concern about his age and getting yeah, pregnant. Yeah, but I'm like, 33 like is young. That ain't... He folks felt like baby at 33. There were increased mm-hmm. complications. Which he kinda, talking like he in his 40s. Which kind of makes sense because as a trans Not man. Not for 30 years. 30, 33. As a trans man, if you take hormones though, that kind of fast forwards. It kind of makes you go into a menopausal state kind of early. So I can see why that could give him anxiety. Mm-hmm. But Baby, them eggs are straight. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't old and spoiled like as if you was... You know, 60, bitch. <laughs> like, they straight. And so I think uh, you'll be straight, my nigga. So I'll put his link in the bottom so y'all can listen to, um, you know, his explanation of his experience. So check it out. So I wanted to talk about Zaya. So happy for her and welcome to the team, sis. Hey. Now those those um that full set makes sense, girl. Right. Okay. You was trying to give us a little sneak peek without giving us too much. <laughs> right. Teasing, can, teasing girl, the girls. I, I see live it. for it. Yes. I live for it. I I'm the reason why I wanted to bring up uh Zaya is just she she's Because we are a black trans show and who else is gonna talk about it yes (laughs) without not knowing what the fuck they talking about (laughs) right do you know how many conversations i've seen talking about so confused sexuality like it's sexuality and not gender identity 
What? Like, why are y'all sexualizing kids? And why are y'all... Like, Zaya and the ways they said nothing about sex. We talk you're about identity. You telling on yourself. Yeah, you telling on your own pedophilic ass. Whatever yeah. that word is. <laughs> Honey, no. We are talking about gender identity. I I doubt this I even fucking. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking about gender identity, not sexuality. Understand that that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about sexuality. We're not talking about kids having sex. Mm-hmm. Even though, still, like when we talk about sexuality and gender identity at 12 yeah there i was pretty clear about what i liked at 12 i might not should have been i wasn't at legal age to give consent but me and my peers was consenting baby (laughs) we was consenting to fun (laughs) listen i started i started my cycle at 12 or 13 and i already busted a nut before i started my period Weirdo. So I mean, I was. You had already explored your body. Yeah, yeah. wearing it out at ten. Yeah, so I was. I was too. I, I, that's when everything started working. And a I was a like, boy who was my age, I was. Well, he was a little bit older. He was like 13, 12, 13 and I was ten. He literally showed me how to masturbate, and once he showed me how to do it. And he didn't touch me. Mm-hmm. He just showed me. I watched him do it. I went home and started doing what he was doing. And it led to me learning how to make myself ejaculate. And I have been jacking off since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, that's how I learned in, in regards to how to explore my body. Mm-hmm. But who I was attracted to, I still, by between 10 and 12, it was very clear yeah. that I was attracted. to. I was turned on by boys. Yeah, it was very clear. I was attracted to girls, and I, I, I already knew what I wanted. Like I already knew what my dreams and aspirations were at that time. Mm-hmm. You know I knew I mean? that I wanted to be the cunt, and I had to figure out what the fuck I had to do. So I started sneaking my mama's hormone, est- hormone pill. Well, you didn't know they was that, but, but birth control. Birth control. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure it out, but I, I've, I've heard a lot of people say, well. I think they're too young and I think she's too young and um, the children don't know who they are. And this is they're 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 leading her and she's she doesn't need she doesn't even know her own brain. Her brain is not fully developed. I'm like, y'all sound like y'all talking about somebody. Zaya gave a whole speech. A whole speech. speech. And it was very strategic. I think D Way, I think that was strategic of him to do because these motherfuckers put the narrative out that they don't even know that they they too young. Mm -hmm. But to for him to show the video of this child, this Mm -hmm. 12 year old talking and the go-kart being, uh, uh-huh being articulate and explaining driving their mindset, the go-kart their mindset <laughs> and she was driving <laughs> driving the go-kart about to play golf and at the end of the day <laughs> like like it's already been studied and put out there by psychologists <laughs> like gender identity children know their gender identity by like two and three yeah they know what's up by two and three and so it's not that means <laughs> from two to twelve, mm-hmm. they had plenty of time to figure that shit out. I remember it, being I, go ahead. like five, waiting for my penis to grow, like wanting a penis to grow, wishing 
my wow. penis will grow and like stealing my cousin's boxers and at like five and six years old like i remember all it stealing their toys just being a thief but i remember- just I, it's that's not my tea that's not my scenario it, it for me it was between five and like eight it was everything was still up in the air for me i wasn't I knew that I had a PP. Mm-hmm. I knew that I'm a boy, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel right. I didn't have the articulation. Mm-hmm. I just knew that it didn't feel right. But by the time I got to like eight, I knew that I was supposed to be the cunt. I was supposed <laughs> to be the girls. And I knew that I had to hide this. So I figured between five and eight, these was the times that I was learning how to hide. Mm-hmm. And I was navigate. And navigate. So I I was naturally a talkative, precocious, curious, loud. I talk a lot and da 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 da. That was my natural state of being. After five, when I went to school and we I got to school age. I totally reverted, and you would have thought that I was a timid, quiet child, but I wasn't timid and quiet. That wasn't who I was, but I learned between five and eight that how I talked and how I act was something that gave that would cause people to ridicule me because they can see my femininity. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the language to articulate it, but however I talked... Mm-hmm. It would get your T-clock. It would get my T-clock. <laughs> whenever I talked and talked... The dudes would be like, why you talk like a girl? Why you act like a girl? Oh, why does like, your voice sound why like Why your that? voice sound like that? Why, um, ugh, are you gay? Like, it would be this thing that when I would act or when I, when I would be free and be myself, it, it would give me negative consequences. So I learned how to just be quiet and I would answer questions fast. Mm-hmm. It, it's really strange how I... Um, contorted to these things like when it say, makes sense though because yeah. I do that when I'm at a straight club I'll uh-huh. I'll tone all the way down uh-huh. and then I'll see cis women like having a, the time in their life but if for some reason when I get into my element that I get into when I'm at a gay club I get clocked left and right uh-huh. it's like clock 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 so I just Keep it cute and cut. Yeah, keep it cute, keep it down. And I answer questions really fast. Like say the teacher, uh, what's um um twenty divided by two? I would say ten. I raise my hand, ten. I would say things really fast. My mother would be like, slow down. Like she would say stuff like <laughs> but I would be in a custom to say things fast and not um because if I tried to articulate and talk, then I would I would get the giggles. I would, would get the laughs. It would draw too much attention. If I was dancing and having fun, my dancing was popping my booty, honey. So I would be twerking it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so <laughs> as soon as the boy see that, you gay. Da, 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 da. Baby, Why you dance like a girl? They used it's to just, tell on me. I, yeah. I just did, I used to do the splits and everything. Yes. They was like, what's the name over here doing the splits? Uh-huh. <laughs> and it, then I would get in trouble. Exactly. And so you learn how to not get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so between five and eight, I learned how to not. And between eight and like the time I transitioned, like 12, 13, that was when I was figuring out, okay, now I'm starting to get some language. I'm starting to understand what gay is. Then later on, I started to understand what 
trans was and i'm and i'm like oh this is possible i'm seeing trans people out on the street i'm i'm oh this is something i can do and then by the time i was 12 baby let's you get it popping baby wanted. let's get it popping let me go find some wigs let me go steal, <laughs> steal some clothes some makeup some makeup i used to goop down become the girl oh, baby i'll boost this shit down but see and i also i also think that people don't understand that we all come up in different eras so yeah. When we were younger, there wasn't a lot of resources and information. We we had to figure out in other ways, like you said, you seen people. You you couldn't watch TV and see a trans girl like uh, what's the little girl uh, that starts with the J. The Hispanic, was she Hispanic Jazz or what? Jazz Jennings, or like other or YouTube where you see all these these trans people. You, I didn't have that when I was younger. I what did you have? Um, National Geographic. They had a taboo episode about trans people, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's what I am." Or um, and it's it's just that children are more advanced now, and they have a lot of more a lot of resources than we did. They have fucking like. All we had was a projector screen. Now they got tablets in in the school. <laughs> they got they have so many ways that they can learn. So you can't compare your childhood to the children now because th- they're way more advanced. I do yeah. think that's about one of the only trans. I mean, the only privileges trans women have because y'all were you were able to see National Geographic. Me. I didn't see, even with the pregnant trans man, they didn't talk about how he was trans like that. They made it seem like... That Asian one? Yeah, they made it like, this is just a pregnant man. Oh, like that's... It was sensationalized. yeah, Yeah, it was just that. But it took me until like 16, 17, 18 to know what a trans man... What year was that? Was That was like 2015, 2016. 2016. And I'm pretty sure some have been before that, but me growing up that image still wasn't floating around like that. And then when I, in like 2016, that's when Caitlyn Jenner came out. That's when um, Cher's, uh, Chaz Bono was coming out. And that's when the renaissance started. Like I started transitioning right when the renaissance happened. And I think that's about the only privilege y'all have compared to us. Because I I didn't know nothing about How old were you in like 2010? Uh, 14. Okay, so that's when the Renaissance happened for me. Okay. That's when it, for me. Okay. It was, that's when, like, Jenny Mockingham came out. Laverne was coming out doing movies. Um, it was, because Chas Bono had already been out way before Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, It I think, I think what. But y'all have far way more images to look at. Trans men versus trans women. Even like since before, like um, before Americanized type of stuff, like how the taboo stuff, like you'll be able to see trans women from all over the country where they'd make documentaries on them, even if they other y'all and, you know, Hedra's from India and there's all types of documentaries y'all can look at everywhere. But for me, no. Yeah. And that's why it's important for trans men um, to be visible. Yeah. Yeah. Because part of that is. Visibility. Going stealth and. Yeah. You know, assimilating. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. I think it's a it's a double edged sword. Not mm-hmm. a double edged sword. I think it's a twofold type of um, mm-hmm. thing. I think one of the reasons because tra- trans men can be stuffed so easily, and one of the reasons is because trans women can be objectified and sensationalized so easily mm-hmm. um, because of patriarchal reasons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we didn't even have that. Like we, when I was coming up, it made me feel like I'm ancient. National Geographic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but because I'm when I think about even girls, like I see the difference. I see the difference in me and you because we're almost a little bit under a decade separation, and then you and Z about a little bit under a decade separation. And so for me, growing up, we didn't have the internet. Like I'm, I'm a millennial, so there was a time that the internet wasn't in our life like that. And so, internet started popping for me, like, around 98, 99, 2000, really, like, 2000, for real, for real. Because um, before that, it was really slow. We had dial-up, AOL, that kind of stuff, like, in the late 90s. Um, Ooh, and, it was wasn't late. In, and it wasn't in everybody's house. Yeah, because it was expensive. It was expensive. It wasn't in everybody's house. It wasn't... Um, you know, it just wasn't as accessible as it is now. And so when it started to be in 2000, 2001, there was a site called the TS Roadmap. Ah, I had that. I Well, Everybody had it. after I transitioned. <laughs> yeah, TS Roadmap is where, you know, it was like a forum. Forum um, where everybody um, kind of put, like you can print out name chain stuff they let you print out name chain stuff it had they so t- many resources ex- it was so many resources on one page it was kind of epic mm. um whoever organized it was good who susan's place susan's like this really big form for trans uh women and they talk about like all the surgeries that they had and they put all their testimonies and you can go there and like see like Sick people talk about sex changes like mm. way from way back. Like yeah, I think that got that got popping after I had already got grown and didn't need stuff no more. <laughs> um, but like in like ninety five, it was nothing. Like it was nothing. It was nothing. Like I told y'all years ago, when I got on hormones, I had to look through the white pages. Mm. <laughs> so it was no kind of internet. It just it just was a different era. So I can only imagine girls before me. Because <laughs> I'm not that old. Imagine what Zaya or Zaya has. Now. Maybe she got to got get canceled by the cast of Pose. That's sickening. <laughs> Is it? Ah! What do you mean? I don't know. You don't think so? So like Jenny Mock, Laverne, uh, India, um, Rodriguez, MJ. Well, she knows that was possible for her. Was yeah. what's available? Um, Angelica, I'm sorry, I don't. I just don't want to skip any, any of the girls. Oh, Dominique. Yeah, I, just I mean, not even just in the entertainment. Not even just in the entertainment realm. Even people like Dr. Marcy Bors, just um, Bowers. Yeah, Bowers. Yeah. Um, just uh, Arya Zaid, Diamond. Just many different people. I hear her up, by the way. <laughs> well, that's just good. so she know. Okay, that's what's up. That's you said Zaya or Gabby? No, Gabby. Oh, okay. She's a child. She's 12. <laughs> I was like, hey, sweetie, we got a conference. Come through. You can come through incognito. You ain't got to come. With, <laughs> you know, you ain't even got to tell us you coming. Just register. Come on through. We got you. 
<laughs> come to the conference. Uh, come through. Listen to the show. Um, we got a tea for you. Any questions? Hit me up. What's up? Yeah. I just I I just would want um everybody. I don't. You know. I don't. What's it? <laughs> Make sure the mood is right. What's giving it? What's it giving? I just. You know. Everybody politics ain't the right politics <laughs> and That's i ain't true. saying mine are perfect i'll just be i just want to know how the girls are advising the girls because <laughs> some folks is problematic i'm sure they could take they could take little bits from themselves and know what to take that's yeah. kind of what i did yeah i kind of dipped in all types of trans men their youtube unfortunately a lot of white ones mm-hmm. and i had to kind of find the black ones through hashtags but (laughs) (laughs) but you can kind of dip in conversations and pick out what you want and learn about the community collectively and that's how you become an intelligent person really yeah just do your own research (laughs) especially as a trans woman like in my era and i'm i'm pretty i'm i want to say in diamonds too like the girls was not like the big girls wasn't really given the resources like that. Like they would just be like, I don't know what to tell you. Gay-keeping. I didn't do any. Yeah. Very. Uh, mm-hmm. Like if you've seen some that had really nice, like you could tell they had surgery or they did whatever they did to transition. Their ser- transition look good. And you would hit them up. They would pay you this. Yeah. It was very gatekeepy. Because it was very competitive. Mm -hmm. It was very, I don't want the girls to be beat as me, so I don't want you to go to the doctor I went to. Mm -hmm. It was Or send you to somebody sickening and they wear you out and you you get a botched surgery. Yeah, it's it's really, really complicated. Yeah, they did that to the girls. I haven't dealt with that. I remember this one trans guy, I really love his top surgery. And I asked him, he had a lot of followers and he replied to me. Yeah, I w- and so I would be one of those people. Like mm. I was one of those oh, people because yeah. I even with uh, when we met, any yeah. information you wanted, I gave it to you. But it is because I come from an era of shady ass bitches, <laughs> so I didn't want to be a shady ass bitch. Mm-hmm. So when people came to me and asked me for information, I'd be like, here. Like it would, it would, because it wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I it doesn't it make you. Me. It doesn't dim your light in any way. If yeah. all of y'all shine, yeah. But, but the some competition. People don't get that. But some Ooh. people don't get. Some people don't get that. Some Ooh. people don't get that. That is just inevitable. You mm. can't control it. Just be who you are. Mm. It don't matter. That's why I'm not overly nice to motherfuckers no more. I'm nice because I want to be nice. I'm okay, a nice what's person. Over, listen, because I get this from everybody, Diamond. Mm-hmm. What is overly nice? Like, people have been telling me this for you. You're too nice. What's overly nice? For me, I would be nice to people who I don't like because I didn't want to be branded as the stuck up Light skin girl, and yeah, I like do that being too. Nice. Okay, what you do is you'll be nice to people, even though you already clocked their energy is already kind of off you. to you. They already being weird yeah. and shady to you, and so now you got, hey girl, how you doing? Like I'm being extra, trying to make sure I'm extra nice to you when I really don't like how you fucking coming at me, and I don't really like you. And if I want to be a bitch, I really can, but I don't want to be that because. You know, it comes with all these brands. I thought you, it's what you think I am just based on my look, based on my skin complexion, based on all these things. When I come through the door, you already giving me fever. And I'm a fever bitch. Do I want to give you fever too? That's who I am. But I have to be overly nice when I was younger. I don't do that shit now. 
But when I was younger, I would be overly nice. I never, you know, playing myself down. Even though I'm feeling like I'm a sickening ass bitch today, I don't feel like I'm better than you. But I feel like I look sickening today. And that's good. And that's okay for yeah. me to do. I look sickening today, so I'm tipping around like I look sickening, bitch. I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> and so if you getting bad bitch energy, you suppo- energy you're supposed to. And but if I'm you not- feel a certain type of way, then that's not my fault. That's you. Mm-hmm. That is you. And I used to have to deal with it. I used to have to... Mm, I used to have to co- try to compensate and be nice to motherfuckers who were not being nice to me. And damn your life. And 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 Basically. bitch, I'm not trying to be better than you. I'm just I'm a fucking trans woman where motherfuckers call me manly and uh you what? will never be a woman. You 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 don't look like a woman. All these things that motherfuckers is coming against me telling me I'm not pretty and I'm trying to be confident in myself, trying to fake it to the make it. It's not about me being arrogant. Mm-hmm. It's just about me trying to be do the best I who can. I am. Yeah. Do the best I can being confident. Cause motherfuckers is trying to tear me down this whole fucking world. It's not about me trying to be better than you. Mm-hmm. It's about me trying to be better for myself. So I'm not believing this narrative that's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get that, back in the day, I would be trying to be extra nice. But now, no, you being shady bitch, fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> what I'll do. Fuck out of here. You ever, you ever <clears throat> go off somebody's energy, you already kind of feel that it's off, so you just kind of distance yourself, mm-hmm. and then you leave the situation, and they'll leave and say that you was being weird. You was being weird, <laughs> acting funny. Yes. Okay, exactly. well, I was being weird then, because you was being weird. Yeah, like you being crazy. <laughs> Because right. I'm going to be nice naturally, the yeah. regular nice. Yeah. Like, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. But I used to try to do it overly. Once I seen you giving me too much, oh, Miss Diamond, girl. Da, da. Oh, girl. What? Why are you serving me all of that? And I'm not giving you. I'm not serving you nothing. I'm just being nice. Oh, you come over here like you, honey, girl. Oh, Miss Diamond. Uh, <laughs> it's serving me all this. And I'm just coming over to be regular. Hey. And so you giving me all this, and I be like, "Oh, girl, calm down. You silly, <laughs> Kiki and Kiki and bitch. I don't do that shit no more. What you talking about? <laughs> I just get, what are you talking about? I just came over here. What's up? I don't give any kind of extra nices. I give the normal nice that I normally am. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, or if I feel like you don't like me, or you giving me looks like you don't want to speak, or you don't want to acknowledge me, not acknowledge, but you know like acknowledge your presence present i'm saying hi and you giving me this dry ass hug or you get what i'm saying just dry you can tell when people are jaded and as trans people we we get into people really easier because easy because it's it's a part of our uh defense mechanism Mm -hmm. like well not defense mechanism but uh, survival tactics Mm -hmm. we have to get into people yeah and so if you i don't be extra nice no more and you know that's just what it is yeah. But I try the people who are genuine, I try to be nice to them and I give information freely because I did not want to be the girls that I grew up around mm-hmm. who were um, not my inner circle of friends, but like the old heads, the old heads were shady. They didn't want to give you hormone doctor's numbers. They didn't want to give you shit. They were mean. They, they thought were by mean and shady. making, mm. they thought by belittling you, it would try to make you step your pussy up. I think that was, that's what I got from mm. it. And 
I would be like, I don't understand this, but okay, girl, I don't got titties right now, but bitch, I'm going to have them one day, girl. I would feel like you gatekeeping and <laughs> you don't want me to shine because you want to shine by oh, yourself. That's what I would feel for I was a bad bitch. <laughs> and, and you still getting clocked with them titties and I'm still pushing <laughs> through. <laughs> the same trade that's looking at you is still looking at me. Without without them titties. Without the titties. <laughs> and I'm, I still slide through. He's still going to call. I'm, I can still, he can still be on your arm and I snatch him. He could be he could be bottoming for me, <laughs> right? Just topping you, right? Topping you tonight and I bottoming and bottom for, for me, me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hell, honey, that's what it is, and that's what it gets. You know. So anyway, so we think that children are are very lucid and they know who they are very early in age. And Zaya knows if you listen to her talk, because most of you people haven't even did the proper research because every child is not the same. Mm-hmm. She is very she knows exactly who she is. You yes, can you absolutely. can tell she does. And she has the right people around her to to help her in her in her journey to who she is as a person. I, I read this. And I, I would, I'm just saying this just to make the conversation high, just to see what y'all think. <laughs> um, somebody said, if a child can tell you their gender identity, they should be able to tell you if they want to have sex. What? Uh, <laughs> what? If they can consent to changing their gender identity, then they should be able to consent to have sex. Or if they can consent, if they can say that I like boys, if I'm a boy, why sexually, why can't they say they want to have sex at 12, at 13, at 14? It's not the same thing. Y'all want to fuck kids so bad. Why (laughs) y'all want to fuck kids so bad? Like, like because oh I said God. that's what I hear. Like that's you, all I hear. you fetishize, you fetish, you fetish, you, you fetishize kids. trans people, kids ki- and kids and ki- shit, kids. all of it. It's it's nasty. I don't, how do you the, get that I'm, from I'm, that? I'm I'm paraphrasing. Oh, but and they, they think that the we're sexual deviants. They were. I'm paraphrasing. They were connecting it to R. Kelly. They were like, what? what? If if R. Kelly is fucking a 12, what? 13, 14, 15 year old, why and why can't she consent to the sex that they're having without it being illegal? If somebody like Zaya and trans what? kids can say and gay or gay kids can say that they're gay. If they know that they're gay already, why can't they know that they want to have sex? I don't even respond to people like that. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. I, I, I didn't respond. You, I just read it. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're an idiot. In like, my mind, what? it makes me feel like you want to have sex with, with kids. kids. Yeah. You just want to. You're trying you just, to. You trying yeah. to. You want to have sex with kids any way that you want to have sex with them, and you are trying to use this situation to justify your pedophilia. Yeah, that's what it is to me. What? Like those are not comparable incidents. Who thinks of that even like Zaya pedophiles Zaya oh I, is it Zaya I think it's, Zaya. So it's spelled Z-A-Z-A-Y-A right yeah Zaya so even her like she's just talking about her identity and her being themselves she's not talking about sex at all we don't know her sexual orientation but we're talking about identity and you are bringing up pedo- a pedophile like you're using 
his pedophilia and him statutory raping they always do young that, girls. Yes, to justify you're bringing them up. His, you're justifying his situation through this situation. That's what? weird to me. I yeah. think I just think you're weird. Yeah. Who thinks you're a freak? And I, I think I think <laughs> a lot is because they, they they look at us as sexual deviants, and the only reason why we want to be women is because we want to have sex with men, and so this is the only way that we can can do that so if you want if you if you want to do that at a young age you must really want to have sex right i'm that's what i'm that's that's the the only thing yes i think that's what they do be thinking yeah Yeah. i don't think it's real but i think that's what they be thinking like oh you yeah you too young to know what you want you too young to know all of that Uh, uh, uh-uh that's it stop sexualizing kids Mm-hmm. But that's what a lot I of can't cis even people wrap my head around that. I I can't like I can't even explain my thoughts with that. That's so weird. It is. Yeah. It, it really is. is weird. I can't even. But articulate. a lot of a lot of cis straight people have that ideology. Yeah, it's weird. It, it just don't feel right in my spirit. So I'm gonna go doesn't. right. I'm just say that. Yeah. <laughs> so we do want to thank the ways. We want to thank the ways for supporting their child. I think that for me, when I hear D-Wade talk and Gabriel, Gabriel Union talk, you know, just seeing that level of all around 360 support, support mm-hmm. is amazing. And these are best. Mm-hmm. These are athletes. Like these are as pinnacles. Yeah, as it comes. Yes. But what was interesting was it was what I saw this this black cis woman say. Y'all niggas were saying y'all was girl dads last week, but y'all don't want to support D-Wade when he talks about supporting his trans daughter or something like that. The only celeb- cis uh, head man that's a celebrity that I seen that was supportive was the game. And I thought I didn't. Well, I didn't even expect that. I thought that was. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that that's was the awesome. only one I've seen so far. Yeah, openly. Open. I've I've seen some other people. Yeah, I've seen them, but like celebrity, I think that's the one that I saw. Um, but also, you got p- people who like paved the way for this, like mm-hmm. Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like we can't sleep on that. Even mm-hmm. though EJ is not a trans person, this openly acceptance of EJ being what EJ is, being He's like this fan. non-binary kind of um, mm-hmm. um, gay man. I think mm-hmm. um, I can't remember his identity, but he wears makeup. Yeah, he just heels. He, just Magic kind of really stepping up and saying, you know, this is my son, and this is what. I like. I think that also, I, 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 I talked about this. I do a live show on my YouTube now every Friday at 7 to 8. Um, I saw it. And I talk, about, I talk about this because I think this is the work we all do, every one of us. Mm-hmm. Not just, you know, not just celebrities. Every one of us have put a drop in the bucket for, this way, for this to happen, for D-Wade to say, I have the education. I have the knowledge because there was a time when this this couldn't even happen, even if they wanted to, because they didn't know what to do or how to handle it. But because they have examples and they want to be a great parent, all the things that we have done has put a drop in the bucket from the celebrity trans folks to the my, you know, the non-celebrity trans folks that have been making waves around the country. And Mm -hmm. so I think I'm really, really proud of us. Really, really proud of us and proud of um, the work that we have done over the past 20, 20, 30 years. Me too. Mm -hmm. 
really, really proud of us in regards to that. And I'm really, really proud of the men um, and women who are really standing up and being great parents to their trans kids. I know he's a yes. celebrity, so he's getting all this spotlight, but there's tons of other Nasty's parents. Huh? So oh, nasty backlash. backlash. Yeah, mm-hmm. but still, I, I, the goodness outweighs the bad. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I, I just think that all the parents out here that are are battling this and really out here, like fuck y'all, I'm you yeah, know yeah. I'm supporting my kids. I'm so grateful and Penelope so proud of mom. y'all too. Yeah, but Penel's mom, mm-hmm. it's Jody. Um, mm-hmm. It's so many out here that's really doing the work and really just setting the stage. Black parents, yes, black yes. parents. Yes. That's beautiful to see. Like over, oh, like over the years. Well, recently, it seems like I see a lot of cis head black people being very supportive of the trans community specifically, mm-hmm. and I think that's beautiful and. It has a lot to do with you, what you're saying, Diamond. It, it just everybody being visible or advocating for who we are, and it's in showing people circle. that we're here. Mm-hmm. And don't think you gotta have some big spotlight. It's even in your circle. I remember um, um, this trans girl in like Carthage, Canton, Mississippi. Like, um, and this is back in 99 Mm -hmm. and before I, she was already breaking it up before I came and moved down there. And so she was already coming to the straight clubs because it wasn't any gay clubs. So she had only place she could go is straight clubs. Mm -hmm. So she was was already (laughs) pumping through. So when I came through, even though we were on two different levels, (laughs) two different situations, but she had already broke it up. It had already been you know, created the, almost, know who they are, yeah. the pathway for me to be free and do what I need to do. She had already broke it up. She already dealt with the shit. And so, you know, even everybody, it don't matter what, where you are, what, um, how much shine you getting, you are impacting some people in your circle, whether it be one person or a million people, you are impacting people. And all of that adds to the bucket of change and progress that we have in our country. So thank you to the Wade family and thank you to the people out here really being allies and great people in regards to the narrative around trans people and supporting us and supporting them. All right, y'all. Well, I think we did a shout. Did you want to add something else? Yeah, I'm going to just add on another tweet from Luxury Negro. She was mm-hmm. the one that said the, um, with the quote I just said, the tweet. She said, niggas will pop all types of perks at the strip club every other weekend scam having premarital sex but if you mention lgbt causes they will start quoting the bible as if they were a youth pastor in their past <laughs> life and i just want to give libations <laughs> to her yes he with queen of jay yeah. <laughs> yeah all right y'all hit her up uh we'll put her link in the bottom too right. um thank y'all i think we did a show have a great evening, night, morning. Bye, guys. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. 
If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be all right.